Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep dive everything Vanderpump Rules. Pod time. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Holly Borquez. I'm Sarah C. What's, what's up? What's up? What's up? Dude. Sandoval. <laughs> but you know what? It it shot his ratings up because, you guys, I'm going to post this podcast comparison tomorrow. I was shocked because, first of all, Rachel is charting fairly high, and she doesn't even have a podcast yet. <laughs> She's beating... Uh, well, Sheena's not even on the charts, and she's beating Jackson, Brittany. Kristen's well, not on the charts. That just shows she's beating everybody with her teaser. Yeah, right. So I'm going to do another check tomorrow because Kristen's came out, I think, she's today, and then Sheena's comes out tomorrow. So to be fair and give everyone, like, their high point day, right? That's when you mm-hmm. get all the downloads. I, I've screenshotted all week so it can be a fair assessment. Nice. Because I don't want to like post something and have someone be like, that's not fair. My podcast was released six days ago and these were today. So it's like, yeah, true. But they don't vary that much. No. <laughs> so anyway, so Sandoval, so did you listen to both? So he was on two teas in a pod and then they had two teas in a pod on. Oh, I, I only listened to two teas in a pod. Yeah, that was the more informative one. I I started the other one, then forgot about it, and then when you said, let's emergency pod, I put the other one on and kind of like in the background while I was doing shit. Yeah. So there's a few things out of it that um, I can bring up, but um, yeah, what do you want to, where do you want to start? Oh, wait, we also forgot to mention, you guys, if you haven't gotten tickets to Ariana's show that we're going to be at next week, um, and we're doing a meetup before... They are two-for-one tickets right now, which I'm happy about but also mad about because I would have appreciated that deal. <laughs> I hate that. I hate when that happens. Like right, like you buy something and then it's like it goes on sale or something. And I'm never one to ask for like a price match, you know, like I'll never do yeah. that. Or we could have done some giveaways or something, but they weren't cheap tickets. Like Sheena's weren't bad. Lala's weren't bad. Ariana's were much more expensive. Um, and I assumed because it was like, it's this huge venue and like, yeah. you know, the people she was going to have was like, it was a whole different format. But um, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a big theater to fill. So given that no one even knows what it's about because she doesn't have a podcast and like her guests are like well-known people, but like not, you know, I feel like it's going to be like everyone's just going to be there, like hyping her up and continue like hearing about her journey. And it's, you know, I think it's going to be a great night. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm looking forward to it. I, I am too. And I'm excited to see everybody. Um, before him. Yeah. The, the day before, um, I'm going to the Price is Right. <laughs> oh, you got in? Yeah. How'd you get in? I don't know. We just signed up for tickets. You know, you have to act back shit, right? I don't, I don't want to be picked. I will, I, because no, no, no. Like, like I hope one of my friends does or something, but not, I, I would die. 
Well, where is it? Because I saw that they were doing it at um, like Aqua Caliente or one of the casinos. And I was like, oh, my God, I really want to go. I really want. <laughs> but it's so, like it's like Glendale-esque, you know, like over there. Is that where they normally do it? I think I think it's yeah, it's at their like the big studio. Well, I want to go next time and I will do anything because I you, want to play the showcase you, showdown. Yes, I'm you would gonna, be very good at it. I want to do my yes, my grocery name like price match guess. I want to do the shell game. That's always been my favorite and I'm really good at that. I just did that on was it a casino game or something? No, I was doing it somewhere recently, like in the last week. And I got it like three times in a row. Nice. Yes. So, damn, I'm jealous. Well, can't someone act crazy and get on? I mean, yeah, like the, my two <laughs> friends that I'm going with are like big game people like you. So I'm sure they, they will be willing to. Yeah, but like for my luck, I would get picked. I better brush up a little bit. <laughs> I would die. Like, I don't know how to play. Like, I would not know what to do. I mean, I, I probably don't know all the current games, but I did see, I did watch recently, and they still have like, the shell game and stuff. Yeah, I used to watch, like, back in the day, like, at my grandma's house. You know, I'd sit there and, and watch. Well, there's a whole channel, I guess, you know, Josh and Jess, they, um, for fun, like, what they watch, you know, like, I'm sure they watch Netflix and all that stuff, too. But, like, they spend hours watching the retro versions of prices, right? Like the seventies and eighties. Oh, that's funny. There's a whole channel that shows those old ones. So just Dang. saying, all right, where should we start? <sighs> I feel like it was a little bit of a holy howie part two. Like some of the things I guess we take for granted how much we take for granted. Like they're like, what? You have a tattoo on your butt? Yeah. Why? Okay, so, like, I have, like, comments on the way that they handled it, and then I have comments on their commercials. I have comments on, like, just the way the Toms were acting, and then, like, my overall feel of it, like, how I felt. So, I have to say, so I, I read all the, I, I just got done teaching baton lessons today and I jumped onto Facebook and I, you know everyone was going off in our group about it. And I was like, okay, like I'm, I have time right now. I'm going to sit here and listen to it. I'm doing it. And so I was like playing solitaire on my phone while I'm listening to it. And if I was just a casual listener, like, and maybe let's even say that I'm mad at Sandoval and I'm mad at Raquel and I'm team Ariana, all of that. Um, I don't want to say that, they, that, uh, they swayed me to not be, but definitely they gave me like another perspective, which I think is great for their cause. Um, the Toms gave you another perspective or the two T's like just how, I mean, like, I think it's like common sense that we've talked about this at length on this podcast of when does it end, right? Like, when when is mm. he forgiven? When does this end? Like, he is a human, blah, 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 all that whole theory. Um, so, I don't know. I, I feel like they, they humanized him a little bit. And they, they, were, they were really, they were siding with him. Or they, they weren't siding with him. They were listening. And it was... I don't know. Like if yeah. you were if you were zoning out, you you would like you kind of start nodding along. So I think there this one point where I felt that one of the few times I felt what you're describing, 
I think it was on their, the Sandoval's podcast. And because the ladies asked, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the ladies asked, what has been your lowest point? Like, you know, um, Sandoval obviously made a, a Scandoval reference. Schwartz made a, oh, it was like, you know, in that back alley when I had to tell, che- you know, Katie was cheating on her. But Sandoval's perspective, and I know he's touched on this a little bit, but he added a few more elements. He said the lowest point for him is, you know, yes, he's being booed and hated and blah, blah, blah. But when he came back from after doing the tour, he goes, I was broke. I had no money. I came back. I was sleep deprived, exhausted, came back to my house. They're shooting a commercial in my house with smoke alarms going off, taking over my house. He goes, which was all making fun of me. They're making fun of the nail polish. They're making fun of the batteries I buy. And I couldn't sleep. I had no money. I had nothing to, you know, so he's like, I just snapped. And it's like, y'all know how you feel too, when you are like pushed to your limit, both like sleep wise, but then, you know, when you're broke that, how much affects and like that affects you. So I, I did get like why I think that was the time when he was like, everyone get out of my house or something like that. And then, and then the, Oh, he said, because all the bills come out of my account and she hadn't been paying any, she was six months behind in paying any of the bills, but they're still pulling it all out of his account. Why they had everything pulled out of his account is stupid. They should have had a, like a joint account for that or something, but whatever. I, I could have some empathy in that moment on like why he snapped. Yeah. Well, uh, yes, I, that part definitely. And then obviously, you know, really diving into to what they cut the the shitstorm that they caused and you know like he likes to point out like it just happened to be like a slow um news day a news time that's why this blew up and it's like okay like let's let's even operate off of that theory like i don't think anyone would argue that it wasn't difficult what he was dealing with and raquel both of them um and then, too, how he kind of, like, threw, he threw it out there, like, I wish I could have checked into a mental health facility, but I had to keep working. Yeah. You know, so that that kind of well, sucked, too. Let's look at this. I just finished Southern Charm, which we'll talk about, you know, tomorrow or the next day with along with our Salt Lake recap. But on tonight's episode, the Page Six article came out. So I don't know if this is after Scannaval or right before it, because, you know, we know the timeline of Southern Charm filming and everything. Um, it, I, I have a feeling that it was after Scannaval. It's like slow news day. Then, like, I never I never saw those articles or headlines. I, I didn't know about this till months later. You know what I mean? And so it's maybe they're not as big as Vanderpump, but the difference is everyone expects this from Austin mm-hmm. and, you know, and Shep. So it's, it wasn't a surprise. No one expected this from Sandoval. So it wasn't a slow news day. It was more unique to him, you know, because the same story basically broke on Southern Charm just with different players. So why wasn't that as big? They're only one season behind Vanderpump, you know? I don't yeah, know. yeah. But, um, oh, and he said also, in addition to all of that, that same day he got back, Kyle Chan had sent him this thing about, Lady James, sweet Lady James cakes. Yeah, they're like selling my, a cake for $300 saying Sandoval's a liar. He's like, um, he goes, anyone with my last name like suffered. And he said at that point and that day, like 
he wanted to hurt himself. He wanted to kill himself. He and Raquel talked about killing himself. So it was like, okay, I can take a moment for him for that. And, you know, it's just, it all came in, you know, all at once. But I don't know. I, I guess. Yeah. So, that, so. I still felt a lot of blame. I. Going into season 11 and like the, like, I, I feel like. I, I definitely am not one of the fans that is like, I absolutely never want to hear from Sandoval again. He was not like, we all know he was never my favorite. So I don't mind that he's there, just like I wouldn't mind that Raquel was there. But, um, and I, and I want to like see this through. Like, I, I'm excited. It seemed like a couple of times that Schwartz kind of like caught Sandoval and he's like, remember, that will be on the next season. Like, he kept on like <laughs> trying to do little warnings, which I was kind of surprised that Bravo would even allow this interview because there were multiple slips where that gave away huge storylines. Um, where, you know, most of the time, anytime that they're doing an interview, the, the plug gets pulled. So I'm surprised that it was, this was all systems go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see what else. So they didn't the- know about his butt tattoo. They didn't know about the like, okay, motorcycle okay. and the sidecar. They're like, Oh wait, wasn't there something like Schwartz? Did you write it like in a sidecar or something? It was, and I was just like, it was, really it was this? frustrating how they kept on being like, well, I think it was really Teddy that was like, I did my homework. I, I research, and it's like, you shouldn't have, like, none of us have to do our homework. It's just there. One thing I liked that they did, I did find it annoying. They keep jumping in and interrupting and Teddy can be a, a little annoying that way, like abrasive. But I did respect when she would do that because they were dodging the the questions and she wasn't letting it go. She's like, stop it. Answer yeah. the questions. Okay. Stop pussing around. Yeah. So I saw a lot of comments about that. So I was like ready to be annoyed with her. But I found myself far more annoyed with, um, Sandu- with Schwartz and Sandoval. Like they're yeah. so annoying. Like the Joe answer. Like, dude, everyone knows. Who cares? Like. First of all, what you're doing right now, Schwartz, oh, I hate conflict. I want everyone to feel good and important. Well, you know what? If I was Joe, I would feel like shit right now. I'd feel embarrassed, humiliated that you just denied on like one of the big – it's like number one, number two podcast every week that you – when oh, but didn't you F Joe? No, no. Well – like, I don't even care that you followed it up with, well, and then Sandoval jumps in like, yeah, we went to Thailand and had these great coconut, like they try to deflect. And it's like, you can't even just say like, she was my comfort or we were friends with benefits. He's like, oh, no, she's just my dear friend. It's like, that's so insulting and so hypocritical for you to like, say you care about people. Schwartz just goes through the actions. He's very good at it. But I remember hearing him tell, I think it was on one of their podcasts. He's like, yeah, I have to coach Sandoval. You know, when we're meeting people, I have to, you know, remind them, ask about them, ask what their name is, ask where they're from. So it's like, and Stasi does that too. So it's kind of like they're going through the motions of putting up a good front. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, Schwartz is very successful at it. But I don't know how sincere it is because right. you're, just, you're doing it to do it. You're not like he really has a caring. yeah. He has a formula that works for him, and he just repeats it. Yes, and so by saying by talking about Joe that way, I mean, and you guys have heard us talk. We have our own opinions on Joe, but I don't think anyone deserves to be like 
downplayed like that. I was- but I still stand by that he stood up with for her so hard at the reunion, harder than he did for anyone ever by telling Katie to shut the f up and that she's going to do a cease and desist if she doesn't stop. Like he's never stood up for anyone like that. <laughs> And he did that for Joe. And he always makes sure to be like, she's an amazing person. She's, you know, like, but he, yeah, he will not cop to the fact yeah. that A, they have, you know, room together and B, that they've hooked up. Like, who cares? Like, and on, a lot of people are pointing this out too on Winterhouse. He's like, oh, like him hooking up with Katie Flood from Below Deck. He's like, I don't want to hurt Katie's feelings. It's like, what about Joe's feelings? You were seeing her then. Joe was at, um, she was spotted at the Colorado airport with him, I think on his way back to Winterhouse or on his way out of Winterhouse a second time. Like maybe they're going to go skiing together or something. It's like, what about Joe's feelings? You're still talking about Katie who has moved on and dated several people since you. It's like, I would feel like shit if I was Joe then too. Yeah. So, so then Sandoval leans in and says, you know, that this is more on the like Tom Raquel stuff of it, but um, or Sandoval Raquel, he's like, yeah, I mean, it was obvious, you know, like editors and production went back in and like re-edited things to, you know, highlight it. So like people could like look and be like, oh, look, look at the way they're looking at each other now. Like that was all. It's like, weren't Andy and Purdue, Jerry, Alex, all very clear saying <laughs> nothing was re-edited? I, like, Ever. You have no idea the the joy that that comment brought me. Just <laughs> yes. pure joy. Um, and you really af- said it all along. Yep, I've said it all along. Also, I feel I something is coming. I'm telling you guys right now. I'm calling it. Um, I mean, I, I felt like this from from the jump that there there's. I I just I feel something coming. So Meaning production and Andy or Sandoval. I mean, I, I feel like production and Andy were very technical of when they said that the, the editing started. So I will give them the benefit of the doubt and say they didn't do anything. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. But Sandoval says they did. Yeah, Sandoval said they did. And he he made it seem like uh, – I also liked how he made it seem like this was – he allowed them – to share this story. He was like, you know, we don't have to, you know, like I, 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 I share this. I didn't have to, this was after filming was over, but I agreed to it. Like, did you hear him say, like he was basically saying like, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Everyone that Raquel and I are open enough to go ahead and share past <laughs> what we were supposed to. Right. It's like, thank you. Okay. So some of the other blame he goes into, so he's blamed production and editing at this point for re-editing. He is now blamed Ariana because he, she made him look like a serial killer and saying he should die. She created this climate of hate and community of hate. So basically that's all her fault. Um, he blamed her financially saying she hasn't paid any bills in six months. And this could be very damaging. I would look into a little defamation. I mean, I'm not saying it's not true, but like, you know, her reputation, people want to do business deals if they think she's a flake or iris- financially irresponsible. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's, I don't think anyone would appreciate that being aired out there, but there's that. So he blamed her for that. 
he he said, and he went years without sex. But it's like, but then you contradicted yourself because remember you had t-shirt sex. <laughs> I knew that all of that was bullshit. Um, I yes, I just. I don't want to get too much into that, but I, I, I always got the, I'm not even going to step into that. I will leave his comments there and hopefully we get more of that on, um, this season. Hopefully they'll, they'll touch into that a little bit. Okay. So then what did you think about his second blame game of how Rachel came on to him? She shouldn't have come on to a taken man who was at a low point in his life and in his relationship. And she came on and the T's even clarified. They're like, wait, 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 you're saying she came on to you. And he's like, yeah. And they're like, Oh, cause a hot girl came on to you. He's like, just not about looks. Trust me. I was a model for 15 oh. years. I could get any hot girl. Okay. I was like, that like, I, I, I actually like stopped and I was like, did he really just say like, cause, cause in one, t- in one thing, he's like, she's so beautiful. She's a beautiful girl. Then he like turns around and like backhands her with like, I could get anyone. Like I'm a model. It's like, well, dude, come on. You know, he said that, you know, I posted that clip, what, a week ago of him saying, oh, when he had Josh Altman and he's like, dude, I'm, I'm now I'm single and famous. So I posted that. He clearly didn't learn from that because he said it again. I think this was on the two T. On the Sandoval pod- podcast, um, they were talking about that dating because he was saying, like, yeah, he's been dating a lot of people. He goes, because, dude, like, it's like I'm single, but now I'm like a celebrity and single. So now he's not just famous. He's a celebrity. He's like, but you would think they're like, oh, girls are just fawning all over you. He's like, yeah, but, you know. It's kind of like they also want to keep a low profile because I'm not a good look. And so they have to hide me as their little secret. It's like, <laughs> but he literally doubled down and said it again. Yeah, I'm single and a celebrity. So it's like, wow, what a life. It's so gross. So um, do the two T's in a pod, do they do a video? Like, is there a video along with their podcast? Um, I think there was because there was a couple references where I was like, you guys, you're idiots. This doesn't make for a good yeah, podcast. Yeah, like and, and a couple of times like they were like talking to other people and it was really distracting. But um, so was Jason there like as as like Sandoval's yeah. team? So yeah, at the end of like the – at end of both pods, they did little games or whatever. But at the end of Sandoval's, Jason was like reading the games or the questions and he's like a mile away. So he's like – you know, everyone's talking like this, and then Jason's like, okay, my key question is, like, you can barely hear them, and then they're, they're like, what's your favorite, or what do you think your best friend's favorite sex position is? So instead of, like, writing the word, they all decided to draw it, and then they're holding it up to the camera, which we can't see, because <laughs> I'm not fucking watching their YouTube shit. I'm listening. Yeah. I am not going to sit there be a captive audience listening and watching I'm exactly yes desperate. yes i'm gonna clean my house i'm gonna do some work emails i'm not gonna fucking watch and listen that's asking too much <laughs> so yeah they did do that oh right. man um sandoval's at a strip club the other night fyi oh because they were doing like bathroom questions and stuff it was Tamara wasn't really happy about it. 
It was like, do you scrunch your toilet paper? Well, actually, you might like it. Do you scrunch your toilet paper or fold it? Hmm. And then, like, what yeah. do you do? Well, it depends on the toilet paper. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. And it also depends on, like, what I'm dealing with. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they were asking, like, do you do front to back or back to front? Do you do this? And, the, like, it was it was getting graphic. Um, but Sandoval was saying, well, like, and then I wash my hands before I pee and after because you got to hold your dick. And then Teddy's like, my son doesn't have to hold his dick. Do you always have to hold your dick? My son never holds his dick. And <laughs> Sandoval's like, well, I want to ensure, like, good aim and whatever. He's like, well, like the other night I was at the strip club, you know, I'd have all these like disgusting, dirty ones in my hands. He's like, I don't want to go put my hands on my dick then with all those gross strip club ones. So I wash it before and after, which, all right, I can appreciate that. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. They did so many faux pas, though. The Toms. I tried to go back. I couldn't I couldn't find which one it was on, but I'd made a little note. Um they were talking about like plastic surgery and stuff. Uh huh. Hear that part? No. Because kind of like referencing Lala, and they're like, "Well, like you know, some people get it too much, and their lips are so blown up, and they're like, well, wait, you you guys think we, us housewives, all look? Oh, because Schwartz, Tamro's mad because Schwartz made that comment to Lala last season about you look like a fucking housewife. Oh yes. And they're like, so they were like offended by that. They're like, why? You think we all look the same? And both Toms were like, um, like neither of them said, no, no, you don't. They were like, um, no, like, you know. Oh my gosh. Like it was, I was like, you guys should have like protested a little bit more. And then they also, Sandoval asked him, he's like, so is this like the best shape of your life you guys have ever been in? I'm like, I don't know. It was just like a little weird. And Tamara was like, well, actually, no, because I was a bodybuilder. So, no. He's like, oh, because you guys look great. And I don't know. It's like, do they need to be asking, like, that question? Yeah. Um, I, I also thought that um, the Lisa questions were really interesting. Like, they were hoping that they would shit talk Lisa a little bit, and they didn't. Oh, they're smart. They are not going to bite that hand. Yeah, they're yeah, they're yeah, they they're grateful. They're thankful. <laughs> and then what about um, like I thought it was also very telling um, Sandoval's comments about Lisa. Which as soon as I saw BravoCon and the way that Lisa physically was putting her body in front of yes. Sandoval's on the you know, and don't you dare boo him. I was like, oh God, this is going to be a season of Lisa fully protecting Sandoval and it's going to be, yes, very annoying. Okay. So the other thing that Schwartz like faux pod, it's just, it just, I don't think it should be an insult, but I feel like the way, and even Teddy felt that way. She was talking about, I think they were talking about, like, what do you guys do to de-stress or whatever? And she's like, well, I ride horses, and now I'm back to competing. I do it with my daughter. And <laughs> Schwartz goes, oh, yeah, I can see that. He's like, you have, like, you have big horse girl energy. Ah. <laughs> I was like, and she's like, um, is that an insult? Or what is, I feel like that's, like, not complimentary for some reason. He's like, 
no, no, no. It's a compliment, right? Right, guys? Isn't it? It can, it can be a compliment. I'm like, I don't think that's how you fucking meant it. Yeah. It was weird. It was just awkward. Like, they said some awkward shit that I don't think they should be saying. So then um, <laughs> Tamara was talking about her daughter, um, Sophie, how she doesn't, like, um, she's like not the OC norm. She likes, she said she calls herself alternative. Uh-huh. She goes, yeah, I don't know. She's like, you know, maybe a little emo. She's like, she kind of was like Katie, you know, not like the norm. And Schwartz is like, yeah, yeah. Like Katie, Katie's emo adjacent. Hey, I can't. <laughs> I want to hear Katie's reply. I also, I was also like highly annoyed about how complimentary he was towards Katie um, and it comes, like, I see why Katie rolls her eyes and just, like, swats yeah. him away anytime he does it. Because it's all, it's so over the top and so unnecessary. Where if he just, like, didn't say anything or, like, oh, like, we're cool or whatever. Like, it would make it so much better. But he, he takes it way too far. Yeah. Yeah. And says, like... No, we're great. We're great. Well, maybe not right now. Maybe she doesn't feel the same, but, oh, we're great. We used to watch movies. We hung out. It's like, yeah, that was like two years ago. You don't do that anymore. She doesn't like you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, his lowest point was like the, the Sir Alley, I cheated on you. He's like, I felt so pathetic and a chump and a putz. And it's like, that's your biggest... I don't even think that should be his biggest low point. I think his biggest low point should be like fucking abandoning her when she's trying to save your marriage and you're I would choosing say everything the, but the her. The lowest point was like the the conversation on the balcony in Mexico when like he's yes. like your voice annoys me. Um, yes. The other thing that I like almost like fell to the ground and gagged on my water was when. Um, they asked, they asked, like, so, like, do you think that Raquel liked you for the fame? Oh. And, um, and Schwartz was like, well, you know what? Um, that's kind of a season three thing or a season 11 thing. You, you'll, you'll see that. That's coming. Like, to kind of stop Sandoval from talking about it. But Sandoval said both. He said, well, they said, do you think she was really in love with you? Or do you think it was just all for the fame? And he's like, honestly, he's like, I hope she did. He's like, but honestly, it, it might be both. He goes, because basically he's like, well, I think that was in my clip I put on Instagram. He's like, I, oh my God, like he wanted like this huge award. I quit smoking for her. I quit drinking. This is something I've never done since I was 16. The other thing I, that, that was like really like um, kind of compelling about the podcast was as he was saying that, just that sentence you were saying, his voice, like there was a lot of emotion in that voice. Almost like, um, you know, like when you're trying to talk about something, but you're like crying, like, like a cry is in your throat. Yeah. You can hear it. I can Um, hear him like be emotional. I mean, he was like, I loved her so much and she shooed me away. So, I mean, I, again, I, I don't like, I think that's what, like, I know so many people are like, we don't need to hear from Raquel. We already know what went on with that. But there's still some stuff that if she can get authentic with the audience, I think people would want to know. Like, like, what did happen? What did he say? Why did she choose to walk away? Or if she's not walking away, what's her next game plan, which I guess is a podcast and whatever else she's working on. So I think those are questions that we have. And 
I, I'm telling you, like, I just, I, I, something like that comment right there was so freaking telling that some, that they're dropping a bomb on us. I'm telling you. Well, think about this. There's that rumor. It's been out there on Reddit for a long time. And I saw it resurfaced yesterday about the person that was in the rehab with her or the facility, whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she confided in and she said that when she wanted to stay, extend her stay, that's, she told Sandoval and he said, I can't wait any longer and dipped out. So by that story, and we don't know if it's true or verified or not. It's just, you know, it's like I went to blah, blah, blah. It's out there. But he's saying, no, she shoot him away. And he understood because she probably most of the people in her life were swaying her to shoo him away right, and right. kind of blaming him for all of this. So yeah. I think that part is true. I he think also seemed very upset, like he keeps bringing it up, about how she's a grown woman. She's oh, not 16, 16. She's 29. Um, he seems, like, very stuck on that. So That's when he was saying she shouldn't have come on to a taken man. She's a grown woman. She's 29. She's not 16. Yeah, like, but, but here's the thing that I wish that he would say, and I hope that she separates this too he should he should be talking about his journey I think that's okay like I I like hearing about yeah. like the the things that he's had to endure his 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 own family not being able to be around him his friends are scared to be seen with him um you know facetiming his parents all the time getting support from them and continuing on facing everyone at BravoCon. that's his journey like i want to hear that but raquel has a separate journey and raquel did choose to seek help for her mental health and like she's on a separate path and like he can't tell her how to feel or how to act or how to handle this like it's literally her choice so oh, i yeah. i just i wish that he would kind of like, I feel like he just keeps, like, trying to slam her or, or like, act like she's doing it wrong. Yeah, he's deflecting a lot of the blame still on her and Ariana. And it's like, dude, you have a legitimate story. Like, I get that you didn't have the luxury because you had to pay your mom back. Schwartz and Sandy's keep that afloat. Pay the mortgage. You didn't have a choice to go to rehab because financially it would have ruined you. I have empathy for that. Tell mm -hmm. that story. Totally. Tell the story you said about when you were at your lowest point. I can uh, have empathy for that because that's real. The, you know, absolutely. imagine going into your house and they're making fun of you and she's getting paid a million bucks and you're broke. And well, she's and, like, and like, I'm not saying that I, that I believe this cause I don't believe a lot that he's saying, but let's just like for a second say that things were, were not good between them. You know, that like truly like they had, yeah, had, I don't think they were. I, I yeah, but, but like, it would, be, it would be really frustrating to kind of have this, like, that, that Ariana's perfect world had been blown up when, like, maybe they were on their way to this. Anyways, not saying that, that that's an excuse, but it would also be frustrating as yeah. being Tom and being like, dude, you'd, like, you don't even care. Like, what is, like, and then her, like, spewing all these things out and the whole world hate, like, the whole world followed well, what she said. And that's actually their own fault, both of them, for not exposing the cracks in their relationship yes. to prep us all for yes. this yes. split. And I think they're both responsible for that. He says, dude, it's not fair that we're not sharing this. And maybe he did tell her that. 
and I applaud him if he did, that it's not fair that they hide everything. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he kept delaying breaking up with her because they had brand deals. Yes, his his excuse his excuse for not telling her is it actually Yeah, it actually like voids out anything on Ariana's part. It it like to me like that it's it. Like he it's his fault. And I like totally agree with that. But I like in the back of my mind, I'm just thinking of like Sandoval's like tea kettle kind of erupting, like, you know, coming home to the filming, watching the hate towards him, seeing her elevated so much. Like, I get why he absolutely like lost it because it would be like, what is that? And, you know, like everyone's like, why is this different? What makes this a fair? So, and it's like, well, what he was trying to say is, it's not, it's not that different, but it, everyone reacted differently. Well, and they hit it. See, that's the thing. It's like, Katie and Tom didn't hide the cracks no, in the relationship. No. So none of us were shocked. No, and exactly. It, it like, you know, the same dynamics didn't happen, but let's look at the same dynamics that did happen, more similar, Jax and Brittany. Mm-hmm. Well, they showed the cracks in their relationship and how hard it was to rebuild. And she talks about going out and sleeping with her ex again and, and with maybe several other guys, you know, and her and Sheena were doing their single Brittany talks about like, yeah, I was single for three months. You know, it was, you know, after filming wrapped but like, and also no one expected any differently from Jack. So, you know, it's just Sandoval always protected himself. And then he and Ariana both protected their relationship to not show any faults or cracks. And so they created. And, 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 and I feel, I feel like a couple of times that Sandoval kind of started explaining that, like he was getting it. He was like, he talked about, you know, people saying like, well, you're always saying da da da. And he's like, no, I don't. I stand up for James. I stand up for Sheena. I stand up for Lala. And it's like, that's not what we're like. I don't think he quite gets what we're saying. Like why yeah. everyone feels like this. But I have to say, like, regard, like, this podcast, I texted Sarah. I was like, holy shit, like, we have to do an emergency pod. It has to be separate from our other one. And my body is buzzing. Um, Not, like, as big as, like, Scandaval buzz, but it has, I am so freaking excited for season 11. Like, I don't, like, give me Tom crying on the floor during their therapy session. Like, I, I'm here for it. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. All right. Well, Southern Charm was, um, there's not going to be a lot to talk about, so that's good news. You don't have to take a lot of notes. Okay. It was still good, though. Okay, awesome. And then, um, so we'll, you guys will be back with Salt Lake and Southern Charm, because I thought Salt Lake was great this week. So did Holly. Yes, yeah. I can't wait to go off on that. Awesome. And then I'll be back on Patreon with um, Miami and the finale of Bachelor in Paradise. Nice. So there we go. All right. Well, thanks, you guys, for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. And sound off in our Facebook group. Um, If you haven't joined it, it's Vanderpump Rules Party. It's a private closed group. Like, everything is posted in there. It's so fun. Or hit us up on our social media, DM us what your thoughts are on this. What do you guys think of the podcast? We want to hear. And join our Patreon. For oh, oh, yes. A month. Oh, wait, re- really quick. Wait, I have. Did did you I'm hear? Really did you hear the ads on on their thing? Like, what were your ads? I got I got 
an, a McRib ad, ad from McDonald's like four times. Oh, I, you know what? I think I figured out a trick. Um, I, I skip ahead, so I don't even know. Um, but when I was going back to try and find the plastic surgery comment, I was skip. I was going backwards 15 or 30 seconds at a time instead of forwards. Uh-huh. When I went backwards, the ads never came up. And then I went, I, I'm like, hmm, that's weird. No ads. I didn't have to skip through any ads. So, But when I went forward, the ads came up. Hmm. So a little trick for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> like I listen to a podcast I, backwards. <laughs> I sk- I skipped the ads too, but got that McRib one was. I was like, okay, <laughs> how many times are like Chad is obsessed with the McRib, so it's like always a trigger for me. I'm like, oh, it's McRib season. Um, <laughs> I don't even know that. I just always feel like I see a billboard saying the McRib McRib <laughs> is back. I'm like, well, if it's always back, why do they ever get rid of it? Why don't they just offer it? It was. Well, it's, it's seasonal. It's just for like winter? Yeah, yeah. It's like a Christmas special. I've never had one. Is it is there an actual bone in it? No. No, it, it's like it's like magic meat, dude. Like I, I, I can't. <laughs> like and I know that their burgers are gross too. It's like the same thing, but there's something it's more meatloafy or something. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. Meatloaf. So I would picture if it's not on the bone, then it's more like pulled pork. But it's not like that. No, it's like a pat it's like a barbecued a patty? like yeah, like it's a like <gasps> Like long, it's not circular. Like a, it's more um, like a, gonna, yeah. You, I want to get one just to look. I mean, people are obsessed with them, so but it's a, like it's a cult how, classic. How much is it? It's probably like eleven dollars at this point. No, I don't think. so. I mean, you got to use the app. There's lots of good deals. I don't. So Amanda told me this. She's like, "Oh, you get all these deals and for well, first free, of all, I like don't, you get free I don't stuff eat there every day." Yeah, the kids are. But the um, do you just like do the app at home and then drive there and be like, yeah, I ordered like 15 minutes ago on the app. Like, how do they know? Yeah, you have your stuff ready. And then you you just go. I have a mobile order, and they're like, what's your code? And you're like MP32, and and then it's ready. But like, is it just? How do they know if you're going to show up in five minutes or 20 minutes? They, like, as soon as you cool? say that, then they prepare it. Well then, what's the point? Why can't you just yell into the microphone? You can. You can do it through that too. You can. You don't have to use the app before. Then you you give them a code right there. So what's the point? Other than then you get free points. St- you get points, and then you get your money off. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. free shit. Yes. Otherwise, yes. Yes. But that was a, like a time saver. I'm like, not really, because you're still in the same line as the drive-through people. It, it it totally is a time saver, though. Speaking oh. as yeah yeah, I, I think it is. This is on Southern Charm. I guess I should just wait. Um, I learned some things about chickens and eggs, and I'm not sure you knew. Oh, okay, okay. I can't Um, wait. Yeah. I I was like, it's something I've always wondered about, but I've never really, like, you know, because sometimes you don't want to know, like, how the meatloaf's made or how the sausage is made. But they brought it up on Southern Charm, and I was like, oh, okay. Like, if I could do it, I would, like, fully be vegan, but I – yeah. Apparently, I'm not okay. good at that. Yeah, it's fine. You can be res- <laughs> a responsible non-vegan by not buying from these horrible caged, yes, terrible, absolutely inhumane situation places. Yes, yes. You know. So, all right. Well, okay. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.